Hello and welcome to The Real Talk with Pillow Talk Studios. My name is Sierra and in this podcast, nothing is off limits. From my crazy life to yours, it's time to share our experiences and get into those gritty details. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to The Real Talk with Pillow Talk Studios. We are so lucky to have Miss Robin back for another episode. Hi. (laughs) So today's episode is going to be a little bit different than the previous one. So in the past... Most of my guests have talked about pretty serious topics, and today Robin and I are going to talk about our past in retail. We're both the beyond our retail careers now, so I feel like it's about time we talk about it. <laughs> Trauma bonding. Yes. Trauma bonding. 100%. And of course, the movie stories are going to be good, bad, and ugly. So if you want to resonate with us a little bit, if you are a retail worker or a past retail whoa, retail worker and you want to listen to this, then stay tuned. <laughs> it's been a long time. Eons. Um, I worked at a place that some of you may be familiar with that didn't last very long in Canada called Target. It only lasted for two years and I worked that entire time that it was in Canada and I actually really liked my job there for the most part, but it was of course low paid, overworked, all of that kind of stuff. So first story, night shift, you know, we only, I think we closed at like 10 o'clock so we weren't ever really open like crazy late or anything, but the weird things happened past eight o'clock or so. So I was on just a regular till, which was kind of weird for me because I was always at like the guest services desk, so like customer service, doing mostly returns and stuff and dealing with people's shit that I shouldn't have had to deal with. (laughs) Uh, So lady comes up to my till, older lady, seemed kind of nice. And then she started putting cat food on my, like on the belt, cans upon cans upon bags, upon cans. This was $125 of just cat food, of just cat food. And like just me being me and not being like a lame retail worker, I actually always like tried to talk to the people that were coming through. Yeah, you you can say your comments out loud. Are you speechless right now? It's a lot of cat food. It was a lot of cat food. <laughs> so I was just being nice and I was like, oh, you must have a lot of cats. And she was like, she looked at me and shrugged. And I was like, okay. And then she said, you're about to freak. And then she said, it doesn't taste that bad, you know. Ah! <laughs> the bitch was eating it. Yep. 1000% this woman was eating it and she was like, you know when I've gone to feed my cats before I've got a little bit of the gravy on my fingers and I've licked it and it's pretty good and I was like Ma'am <laughs> You need Jesus, right? Yeah, so this kind of scarred me for life because you know I usually I don't even feed my cats a lot of wet food It's mostly dry and like we get it from the vet. It's like you know, specialty cat food. But like, first off, like I have never 
you know, you hear about it every once in a while. Like someone out there is, you know, eating cat food, dog food, but you always just make that face of like, oh, like no one actually does that. I 100% believe that this woman was eating this cat food. So about a week or two after I was at a family member's house and I was talking to some of my cousins and I was telling them about this cat food lady and another family member overheard and she was like, well, she was elderly, then you know, a lot of them don't have a lot of money to buy food. And my cousin, like her daughter interrupted and was like, mom, no one eats fucking cat food. Like that's disgusting. Like there's so many other options. And we even talked about like the food bank and stuff. And it was like, oh my God. Cans of tuna are like 99 cents. Yep, there is other options. You do not need to eat the cat food. There's a whole episode of My Strange Addiction about that. Yeah, and I just, nope, nope. And whenever I think about it, I just get like the chills. It feels icky. Yeah, it's so nasty. <laughs> so, I have worked a lot of different kinds of retail yep. in my entire life from the food industry to like various stores mm-hmm. um my favorite place where all of these stories have come from is a multi-million dollar company that runs like a thrift shop you all know what it is it's value village give it up for value village i worked there for like three years and there was a lot one of my personal favorite stories is one of a shoplifter that we caught We affectionately called this woman Pink Moped Lady because she rode a neon pink moped with purple LED strip lights on it. Yeah, because you're totally not going to get caught. Right? And she would come in and we we were trying to catch her for like eight months Mm -hmm. because she knew we knew that she was stealing. Yeah. And we weren't subtle about watching her. Mm Mm-hmm. And there was one day I was like, I was feeling really spicy about it. I was like, today's the day. She walks in. I follow her. (laughs) Like, not subtly. (laughs) She's like diving through racks of clothes. Yeah, basically. She pulls out this floral duffel bag out of somewhere. Yep. And shoves a crock pot (laughs) in it. A crock pot. And I watch her zip it up and I go, this is my chance. Like one of those big crock pots? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. In my head at first, I was like one of those like little like dip ones. And I was like, wait a second. No, bitch. (laughs) Big boy. Oh no. So I like sprint towards the front of the store to tell management. And this woman dips as I'm running Mm -hmm. up and I go, I saw it. And they're like, you saw what? And I was like, I saw a pink moped lady zip up a bag. There was a crock pot in it. And they're like, cool. So one of my managers goes to watch the tapes, like mm-hmm. our security camera. And one of the other one goes towards the front door because she's going for a smoke break. Mm-hmm. Pink moped lady comes back in as my manager is leaving through the door. She ditched her bag and was coming back in for more. And before we had even <laughs> checked the tapes, my manager was like, get out and never come back. Mm-hmm. And then we saw her hit up all of the other stores in the complex for about six months. Yeah. No, they're way sneakier and really good at what they do. It was pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, I have feelings about stealing from like big corporations and stuff. Like, 
you know, you get to your car, you realize that they didn't ring through a t-shirt. Whatever. Whatever. Not really a big deal. But actually just like taking... A crock pot? Off the shelf and shoving it into a big floral duffel bag. Like where did people get this idea from? I saw it happening and my soul left my body. Yeah. Like I went into <laughs> autopilot and I was like, this bitch. Yeah. Oh my God. So another place I worked, and I won't mention the name of this place, but if you put two and two together, you could probably figure it out. I worked at a store that sold electronics, but also they were bought by a telecommunications company, and that meant that we had to sell cell phones as well and cell phone plans. So uh, (laughs) long story short, when I first got into the store, they had a complete staff change, complete management change. It was actually like pretty horrible. I was like, I really almost quit within like the first like month or so because it was so rough and I was like working way too many hours underpaid because they wouldn't get me on commission yet. It was not a good time. Anyway, so I, I stuck through because I saw the value and the potential commissions that I would make and they were good sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes. Anyway, so this guy comes in once I was actually finally trained to do cell phones and he wanted to do a hardware upgrade, which is just basically getting someone a new phone. Okay, easy, sounds good. But this guy wanted like an iPhone in a specific color and he was (laughs) like talking about his job and how he worked for like a... I want to say it was almost like a phone book company, but they had mostly gone like online. So he would like call up other companies to like put ads into like on the website. And I guess there still are phone books, but I have one in my house. Yeah. But like they are, you know, the advertising potential that they used to be. So (laughs) he was talking about his job and how he was going on a business trip. Okay. Sounds good. And he wanted this specific phone. So I managed to find one in Manitoba. (laughs) Jesus. Which, I mean, it is what it is. Like, we could order phones from, like, any other store. So they had what he wanted. I ordered it. And he was very, like, not tall, dark, and handsome, but he was, like, the tall, dark type. (laughs) Where he was just kind of, like, you know... Just like that sly businessman type, you know, where he would talk kind of like a little condescending, but a little bit charming at the same time where you're kind of like, am I into this or am I disgusted by this? Skeezy. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Thank you. That is the perfect word for it. So I ordered this phone for him. I got confirmation that the phone would be there within a certain amount of days. So he comes back like two days later and... He was not happy with me. And I was like, what's going on? Like, he came in and he was, like, getting super upset with me. And I was like, okay, like, chill out for a second. He said, you said my phone would be here today. And I was like, no, I said it would be here within, like, two to five days, not two days. And people always, always do that kind of stuff when you work retail. Like, if you ever have to order stuff with people, they'll be like, they'll call on the day that it might arrive and be like, is it here yet? Like, no bro, it's 8 a.m. It's not here yet. (laughs) It could take a few more days. So he turned to me and he was like, you don't understand, honey. (laughs) What the fuck? You don't understand, honey. 
I have a business trip to go on and I need that phone. And I think that I just like, my soul left my body at that point. And I was like, why am I putting up with this? Like, this is ridiculous. And I believe my manager took over for me at that point. Cause like, we just didn't put up with men speaking to females like that, which was really good. But yeah, it was quite, it was quite shocking. And never saw that guy again <laughs> after he got his phone. He did come get it two days later, but yeah. <laughs> okay, so all of my stories are going to be from the same store. It's all Value Village. Okay, great. Place is a disaster. Yeah. So this one takes place at most six months into me working there. Okay. Fresh little VV baby. I'm standing at my cash register. One of the women I work with comes up holding what I think is a really lovely vase. Okay. So I, I say that. I'm like, oh, that's beautiful. And she's, she looks at me dead in the eyes and goes, Robin, I don't know how to tell you this, but somebody donated grandma. Did it take you a minute to put two and two together? It took me a hot minute. And I was like, what do you mean somebody? Yeah. She's like, she opens it and I look inside. No! And sure enough, they're cremains. Ah! And I start hyperventilating i'm like what in the what do i what like i have a i'm like what do i do like i'm having a fit mm-hmm. and i go i need to call management yeah so i like page up to the office and my assistant manager answers the phone i'm like i don't explain anything i'm like you need to come down here right now <laughs> and just hang up yeah so she like walks over to my till and we're all sitting we're all standing there and she's like what's up it's like don't know, how to, don't know how to tell you this, but somebody donated grandma. <laughs> like, I repeat back what is said to me. And she goes, what? <laughs> so we show her and she's like, holy shit. Yep. Takes it away. Goes upstairs. Don't know what happened. Don't know what happened after that. Because I don't think... I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know how you can contact the family. I don't think you can. So I don't know if we had to call, like... I mean, it's the store is next to a funeral home. That's very true. But, like, I don't know if you call a funeral home or... Because, like, they would be able to dispose of it properly. Yeah. Um, maybe it was a family member that wasn't well-liked. I don't know, but it wasn't the first time that it happened. Yeah, I'm sure it actually happens more often than we think. It happened twice in the three years I worked there. Yeah, so it wouldn't surprise me with other, like, thrift stores if it happened more often, too. So kind of piggybacking off of Robin's pink moped lady, we had a self-checkout lady, which sounds interesting. Tell me more. Okay. So basically at the store, we had self-checkouts. We had three self-checkouts at one end of the store and just regular checkouts at the other end of the store. So being in Vernon, BC, (laughs) every day we heard... Those self-checkouts are putting people's jobs at risk. I will never use a self-checkout in my life. There's no one over there to help you, which there always was. Like, we actually had, like, people that loved working the self-checkout. I love self-checkouts. Right. So, it's a very generational thing, I would say. And it's quite interesting people's views on it. Anyways, so, we had this one lady, and she was actually kind of known around town she worked at a few different restaurants and would 
add a tip onto people's bills and like people wouldn't notice most of the time because it would be like brunch and stuff or like a big like dinner party so she would add her own tip onto it and basically like steal from people yeah yeah so she was already kind of known in town for this yeah so (laughs) what she would do and it took us a little while to figure out what she was doing but she would go around the store and she would spend forever like picking out things but she would get like a big like rubbermaid bin and then put things into the bin go to the self checkout scan the rubbermaid bin and, and put it back into her cart and just dip yes oh so my God. our carts would actually lock up like our our store went into a mall so like at the gate to the mall it would actually the carts would lock up so what she would do is she would walk not through like the regular aisles of the store. She would walk around like the back wall of the store and then just leave. So it started with just her doing it. And then she started bringing her like family members. So like not young daughters, but they must've been, there was one that was probably like in her twenties, like closer to my age. And then there was one that was in her teens. And I kid you not, they would literally like, buy a hundred dollars of stuff but steal four hundred dollars of stuff it was so wild so it got to the point where we would have walkie talkies and if someone saw her come in because it was so hard to bust her because she was so like good at what she did like the moped lady like yeah. they're crazy sly so we ended up having a name for her we just called her the sco lady <laughs> self-checkout lady and um we would just go on the walkie-talkie and be like hey lod leader leader on duty let's go ladies in the store and everybody you could just see like all of our staff were just like like eyes like looking for her and like we said it was hard to catch her so it took us quite some time because technically when you work retail you're not really supposed to like accuse people of stealing because you if they have a weapon or something like you are the target it could be really bad you sure are yeah and not just like target of like if they have a weapon but target of like verbal abuse violence like their fists <laughs> right so it I, I honestly think it took us like almost until the store closed to finally like completely bust her did you? I I didn't, but like myself, but I believe that how it happened was that she ended up like starting to come in more, like more and more. And like other staff members who like didn't give two shits about <laughs> like what would happen to them ended up just kind of like following her around the store. And <laughs> at the self-checkout, the lady that worked there most of the time went up to her and was like, I can help you ring through all of your stuff and like started taking everything out of all of these containers and garbage bins and stuff and scanned it all through. And I believe one time she completely left like everything there. And then a couple other times she tried to do it as well. And they ended up just like, you know, being on to her and she ended up just leaving. So yeah, that was her. And I don't know what happened to her, but I'm sure she's still scamming people at restaurants if she's still doing that that gig. Oh my 
god yeah yeah it's a career job it really is like people if they they want shit they go get it they go get it yeah (laughs) okay so part of me working at vv boutique was me being trained to work in the donation center and accepting people's garbage how much of it was garbage compared to actual donation? Like I'd say stuff? about 30% was actual trash. Wow. That's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Always an adventure back there. Yep. And people will donate the wildest stuff. Mm-hmm. For example, sex toys. Okay. But what, like, what kind? Um, <laughs> I distinctly remember a vibrator and lube in a plastic Ziploc no! bag one day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, straight up. Nope. Which is, like, that went into the garbage and I immediately washed my hands with boiling water. <laughs> really? I don't care if my hands blister from third degree burns. Like. Get it off me. <laughs> or there was a penis enlargement pump that, no! actually, that actually made it to the sales floor. Why? I guess some poor innocent person. Somebody didn't know what it was, even though the box said what it was. No! <laughs> so I also had to throw that out, because I was the one that found all of this. Yeah. Um, but there was one night I was working back there with my 19-year-old manager. Nope. And he had gone for his break, so it was just me. Yeah. And this man shows up to donate stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like 7 p.m., which, fine, whatever. He hands me a box full of, like, water bottles and mm-hmm. stuff. And atop the water bottles, and I distinctly remember one of them being Lightning McQueen. Yep. <laughs> are two flogs. And he hands me the box with so much confidence <laughs> and just walk, gets back in his car and drives off. And I go, what? Did you keep them? No. <laughs> so I'm standing there, like bamboozled yep. and I put the box where it's supposed to go and I'm holding these because I'm like can we put these on the sales floor yeah what can I do with these and my manager walks back because he's back from his break and he goes what are those and I like I flick them and they snap no and I go these are exactly what you think they are and he's like please get rid of them immediately and yeah. I go flick them again I'm like I bet but like if they make that noise and stuff, you know that they're expensive. Yeah. Oh. They weren't cheap shit. No. But they were someone else's. They've been on someone else's body. They sure had. Yep. Probably multiple times. Probably. <laughs> so one day I was working at my guest services desk. Enjoying, enjoying my day. Wasn't too busy. I was actually with one of the HR ladies decided to come work on the floor that day for an extra shift. And she was fucking funny. She was one of the funniest people I worked with. Like, zero shits. Like, just just one of the best people I've ever worked with. I have no other descriptions for her. Just so fucking funny. And this woman comes up to her with a shoebox. And she was like... I just found this in the shoe section and there's something inside of here and I feel like you need to do something about it. And we stand there and she opens the box and there is this giant syringe. What? (laughs) There is like a comical size syringe. It is 
huge and my poor co-worker and I were like oh my god it's like heroin like we were like what is this because like I've never done hard drugs before she had never done hard drugs before like I've never even been in the presence of that shit but like we were just looking and we were like both of us just like like mouths dropped everything <laughs> We were like, oh my God, like, what do I do? So we took it over to our back desk and we just like looked at it for another minute and we called our security guy over and he was quite funny too. He was a really great guy and it took him a minute to come over and in the meantime, her and I are like sweating. We were like, oh my God, like we're going to like, <laughs> someone's trying to shoot up Target, but like with needles, like what's happening? Ah, like what if a kid opened the box? Like, thank God it was this like middle-aged woman okay so a security guy comes over loss prevention and he opens the box and like both of us like my coworker and I were like oh my god like this is so bad and he opens it and he just started laughing and we were like what there's a syringe in the box and he was like you guys it's not that big of a deal it's full of glue it was like, so in shoe factories, they have to put the soles on the shoes, like on heels yeah. and stuff. So I guess they use giant syringes. Cause like the other thing is too, like once we actually like weren't scared to touch it, you lifted it up and like, yeah, like you moved it back and forth. It was like a slow moving liquid inside glue. And <laughs> the end of the syringe was like, that's not going in anyone's skin. Like it was so Big, like it was a fat end syringe, like it was not there to harm anyone. But here we are, like, oh my god, like what's happening? Like <laughs> there is drugs in the shoe box in the shoe section. What are we gonna do? <laughs> my god. <laughs> so, when you work in retail, cash variances in your till are are normal. It's sometimes it's not gonna balance. No, it happens. It happens. Yeah. Uh. Pre-pandemic, Value Village would do 50% off sale days. Hell yeah. I'm sure you're very familiar with those. I haven't been to one in a long time, but like when I was a child, that was like the place to go. And then my ass got big and nothing really fits me there, so... <laughs> Mood. So how cash registers <laughs> normally work is each team member is assigned a certain till, right? With a, their own code and everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, sale days at Value Village, it's a free-for-all. If they call you to cash, you jump on the one that is empty. Yeah. Which is, like, my worst nightmare, because I like to keep things very organized. Yeah, fair. <laughs> so at the end of the night, a team member and a supervisor would cash out all the tills together. Mm -hmm. And this one particular night, it was me and my assistant manager. And we get to one of the tills, and we count it, and it's short $60. Okay. Six zero dollars. Okay, yeah. And we're like, hello? Yeah. Count it again. Like, same no. result. Yeah. Count it again. Same result. Did you like lift up the... We did all the things. Okay, yeah. Because so basically like if you're missing money, often it like slides like underneath yeah. the, the actual cash box. You lift it up. It's like 98% of the time it's just slid under there. We did all the things. Yeah. Short $60. Yeah. So we have to like fill out the little loss prevention thing. Yeah. And, like, you have to give a description of what you think happened, and we're like, sale day, question mark? Yep. Because at that point, you can't even track, like, whose code it was under, what transaction it was. No. You just hope 
it gets figured out in the morning, and yeah. I don't think it did. Oh, probably not. No. No. So, it was just gone. It was just gone. Yeah. Went into the into the nth dimension. Yeah. It happens. Like, it, it do. It happened to me once. It was Black Friday, so it was the second Black Friday I had worked at this store, and... It was always like a rush in the morning because we always had like Beats headphones go on for like 120 bucks instead of like 200 to $300. That's a good deal. It is a good deal. I mean, Beats are okay. Like they're not the best ever, but if you're going to get a hundred bucks off, like not bad. So I didn't get scheduled for the morning shift and I was actually kind of bummed out about it. I was scheduled from like... I want to say it was like one o'clock to close, which would have been maybe nine or 10 because they always extended the hours for that day. So I, um, you know, was doing my thing all day. It wasn't actually a very busy Black Friday, like at all. It was kind of lame, but I had this guy come in and he literally just started like going up to like the glass cages we had. And he was like, I want that. And I want that. And I want that. And I want that. And I was like, okay. Like, it was, like, a pair of Bose headphones, like, a Bose speaker, a couple other things. Like, it, it came out to be, like, seven or $800 of stuff. Well, yeah, because Bose doesn't cheap. No, and when they go on sale, like, they only go on sale a couple times a year, and 100% Bose over Beats. Oh, yeah, <laughs> totally. are going to go that way. Um, so, yeah, he was buying all the stuff, and I asked him if he wanted extended warranty, and I, I don't even think he went with that. But he pulled out a fucking wad of cash. Like, he paid for this all in cash, which is like... I've had that happen. I have too, but it is like, it's a little suspicious. The guy was a little suspicious looking. So where, you know, my boss was actually beside me, like, watching the whole thing. And I was just kind of like, what's going on here? Like, this is weird. It's super weird for our location, our town, like, our demographic here. And, um scanned him through I told him like no returns once all of the stuff is open he was like yeah sure walked out so I was there for the rest of the day and I was the one who had to cash out that night and there was so much cash because like it is like people do save up money and you know if everyone comes in and spends anywhere from like 5200 in cash you have a lot at the end of the day yeah so I was doing my cash out and I was missing that amount of money from that transaction. I couldn't find it. The full amount. The full amount. And it took me like a few minutes to realize because like that was like at the beginning of my shift. And this was like... Several hours later. Eight, nine hours later. It was ridiculous. And so, you know, I'm going through counting and I was like, oh my God, like where is where is this money? Like what the heck is going on right now? And my coworker was like, just leave it. He was awful. Uh, just leave it. The manager can figure it out tomorrow. And I was like, yeah, so it's on my ass if, you know, this money is actually gone. Like, I'm not having this happen to me. I would like to have a job for Christmas. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know. And, yeah, I ended up just, like, like, I was panicking, like, searching everywhere. I looked underneath all the tills. I looked everywhere I thought. And I guess my boss, without telling me put it into an envelope into the safe and I mean my heart almost fell out of my asshole when I found it because I was like oh like 
sigh of relief but like yeah it was like seven eight hundred bucks that was missing and i it, like like i said it was just like it's spooky it, it was so scary i was like oh i'm gonna get blamed for this i'm gonna get fired for this like this is this is it man i'm done adios <laughs> yeah Okay, so those are our stories for today. If you like this episode, please let us know and we can come back with more. And if you have like stories like this you want to send to us, you can maybe we'll do that too. That'd be lit. That'd be fun to try. What do you guys think? Let us know in the VIP Facebook group or you can email pillowtalksierra at gmail.com with any ideas or stories you want to be told. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us today, and I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye. <laughs> Love you, bye. Thank you for joining the Real Talk with Pillow Talk Studios. You can find us on Instagram at Pillow Talk Studios and in our Facebook group, Pillow Talk Studios exclusive VIP group. I cannot wait to share another episode with you soon. Bye.